Hey guys, welcome to On The Pop. I cannot wait for this next episode. You're going to love it. We are talking about the social media industry, my goodness. And we are looking at literally the ins and outs, the negatives and the positives of this thing called social influencers. Coming up next, we are speaking with Luange Mwajuma. She is an incredible brand ambassador for some big names like Dove, uh, St. Ives, Vaseline, Pennington's, Rev Dolls, and more. And uh, she's a plus size model. And she'll be speaking to us about uh, body positivity, body neutrality, even misogynoir and fetishism. How, uh, how all admiration is not good and not healthy. And the obstacles that she faces in the industry and how she navigates her faith with all of it. It's an incredible conversation available on all podcast platforms or subscribe to my YouTube channel and I'll see you on the path. You're listening to On the Path Podcast with Cheryl Nemhart, brought to you by Fight for Freedom, educating, empowering, and equipping community members by raising awareness and training others surrounding the issues of sex trafficking. For more information or to donate, go to fightforfreedom.ca. Follow Cheryl Nemhard on all social media platforms. introduce you to Luange Mwajuma. She is a social media influencer. She is a content creator. She is an advocate for body positivity, and she's also an advocate for social justice. And she is doing some great things with some awesome, awesome brands like Penitence, like Dove, like St. Ives, guys. Uh, we've got Reb Dolls in the building, Dove. Uh, it's, it's just really amazing to see all the things that she's doing. And I love what she stands for. Will you welcome, please, to on the path, Luange. Hello. Hey, Luange. It's so, so, so good to have you. I'm so excited. Thank you for being on the path with us. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And you are super, super gracious. She'll never tell you, but we had such complications at our first time. Uh, And she has come back again. And I'm so, so thankful. She's a very easy, go with the flow kind of gal, which I love. (laughs) I just try. I'm understanding. I know how like technology is. So right, all of those yeah. things. Speaking right. of technology and social media and all those things, um, oh my goodness! Like the past five years have just like blossomed for you. Um, I- I'd love to know. Did you see this coming five years ago? And and are you know? I know you're full time. I think you said you've been full time about two years now. Full time mm-hmm. in content creation and, and, and being a brand ambassador. Tell me a little bit about your journey. How did this all come to be? Yes. Um, no, I did. I definitely did not see this being something that I was, I would be doing. Um, I started out, I was in school and I was, um, hoping to become a lawyer and, um, that didn't turn out to be really (laughs) what my path was supposed to be. And that really was like a really difficult time in my life, just letting go of dreams and just accepting what is looking like could be my potential future. Mm. And I switched programs and went to study communication and digital media studies. And around my second year, I realized that I had a lot of theoretical knowledge, Mm -hmm. but not enough practical skills. And I knew that once I graduated, I needed to come with a portfolio of showing that not only do I understand how communications and also the digital media world 
works, but I also have the skills to come alongside them. So then the easiest thing for me was to actually just look at what I liked, which was taking pictures, fashion and makeup. I already had the interest in that. I was already posting for my friends to see. (laughs) So I was like, let me just explore this and see what this could be like. It was actually like right after my last exam of second year that my sister took a picture of me and I was like, okay, this picture, we're going to try and see where things will go. Took the picture, posted it. And I think that picture, I like, I got like 300 likes and I was like, oh my gosh, 300 likes. And it was like the craziest thing at the time. And then, yeah, slowly but surely, like a year from then, um, I had received, I got a brand deal from Torrid. And from then I just, just blew up. Yeah. And Torrid is such a huge brand. And so you, you've been really like making your mark in, in the plus size model industry. And, and as people would say, you've come out of nowhere, which I love, Mm -hmm. but what I'm hearing is that, you know, you made some intentional decisions and you just kept perfecting what you were doing over time. Right. Right, right. I, I had, I had nothing like we used to take pictures on my phone. And that's just how we did it. And for me, like, I talk about the fact that like being an influencer, it's one thing to take pictures, but you have to have the the business mind behind it because clout doesn't pay the bills. So you can say that you can say that again. Clout does not pay attention people. Yes. (laughs) Right. So just understanding how to work through it as like a business, but Mm -hmm. also as a human being, because it's not just about the numbers, but it's actually about making real connections and actually creating an impact Mm-hmm. within people's lives. Mm. Yeah. And you know, I think I think the thing that really blows me away about your journey, uh Luange is that I, as someone that knows you personally, there was a moment mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. were struggling about your mm-hmm. own body positivity, uh mm-hmm. your own self-worth, what you were seeing in the mirror. There was that internal struggle and now mm-hmm. you're a champion of like mm-hmm. body positivity and loving right. your body, owning it and having that strong voice. How did you get from there to here? Right. I, it's incredible. Right. All right. I've never been a thin woman, never in my life, nor will I ever be from being quite honest with myself. And that's one of those things like I, growing up, I never saw it as a problem. But eventually, as you get older, you move from being the cute, chubby little kid to being like, when are you going to finally lose the weight? You know, enough with being cute and chubby. It's time for that to change. And I found that I essentially started to internalize some of these fatbophobic ideologies. And then Mm. that really altered the way that I view myself. And I started to truly believe that people with thinner bodies were worthy of more than my own. And once you start to navigate the world, thinking that you are less valuable Mm -hmm. simply because of the body that you occupy, then that will definitely affect your mental health. And it was around like 16 and 17 or so that I started to really see how I was not doing fine at all. And um, my journey to like self-love truly begins with Christ. And that's something that not everyone has had like the opportunity to have that. But as a Christian, my self-worth comes from understanding that I am made in the image of God, that I am a precious jewel, and that no matter what, like human understanding of value, that's not where my value is truly rooted in. So my true self-love journey started from a sermon. And there was this pastor who was talking about the fact that and he was saying as a joke, and he's like, I am, I know I'm not good looking, but I know that I am beautiful and like 
with God knows I'm beautiful. He made me in his image. And how would I not love myself when the father loves me, when the father Come created on. me? How dare I not love his mm. creation? Mm. And I remember sitting there and I was like, okay, you're right. Absolutely. You're right. So that honestly like changed my own perception of myself. Mm. And I am body positive, but I also am such an advocate for body neutrality mm. where I see that it's not simply about the fact that our bodies are beautiful. Our value are beyond um, appearances. Our bodies are valid, whether you're someone is able or disabled, all of us are valid. And that's what really I advocate for is understanding that no matter what state of bodies are, even when we don't necessarily love them, mm. they're still valuable. Mm. Their worth does not diminish like ever. Mm. you're preaching hard already listen don't let me we're going to collect the offering right now and we're just going to call the choir to come and sing nearer my god to thee in e flat <laughs> listen you know uh, this is not on the script but i know you're good for it i'd love to ask you just speaking about the journey in one word in one word who was louange before and who was louange now um louange before was afraid mm. um I talk a lot about the fact that I was afraid of being the woman God created me to be mm -hmm. and I was afraid for a very long time mm -hmm. because I knew that accepting God's calling required a lot of work that I didn't necessarily want to actually put in mm. and now accepting it it's it's such a a pressure I feel that mm -hmm. but at the same time I know that I'm not by myself mm -hmm. I'm not carrying any burden by myself mm -hmm. I know that the Holy Spirit is always with me mm -hmm. and that God didn't give me anything that I'm not able to handle so even in the darkest moments where my human mind is trying to tell me you're by yourself you can't do this right. like the spirit says no you're not you can do this because Christ is with you Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, it's it's incredible to watch this this evolution, this journey mm -hmm. of Louange. Um, and now, you know, fast forward now, you have mm -hmm. almost 90,000 followers on Instagram, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. over 15,000 on YouTube and growing mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. brand deals coming left, right and center. You, you're signed by an agent. Things mm -hmm. the doors are really opening up for you and right. and you would think it would be a wonderful positive all shiny time but there mm -hmm. is something that you and I have talked about that keeps creeping its ugly head along the way which is misogynoir and we've mm -hmm. been talking about this this love-hate relationship with 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 women uh particularly mm -hmm. even of dark darker skin we talked about yeah. how body shapes can amplify all of that have you experienced mm -hmm. misogynoir like what does that do, what does that look like for you how does that show up in your life launch right like everything <laughs> as a black like we understand intersectionality right. in our experiences and as a black content creator black woman who's a content creator darker skin black woman is a content creator and also someone who is also plus size already there are opportunities just like honestly diminish and also um even just like in the process of meeting and talking to agencies and them being quite frank over the fact that being black and being in the plus size community drastically reduces how many brands are willing to work um really with me yeah and also pay 
uh, there's such a, a vast pay disparity between women of color, specifically Black women wow. being the most underpaid. And that has led to me obviously having to decline some um, opportunities because I just understand that um, I value my mm. followers who are like my friends. Mm -hmm. And I would never do something that I don't necessarily believe in just simply for the check, but also understanding that I occupy a space that is so important yes. and bringing value to that even though it's harder I know that there is uh a, a, an importance in staying visible mm. right mm. and so because so even though you're facing all of this opposition it's important mm -hmm. for you to stay present stay visible and, right. and to keep carving out a space to make room for right. other women like yourself right 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 especially women who are my size, who are not the perfect shape, who are not the light skin with the beautiful hair and showing that being like how I am, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. There absolutely nothing, nothing wrong with that. Listen, for those that aren't watching on YouTube, you are missing out. This girl is stunning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. If you can jump onto YouTube don't take my word for it. Check her out for yourself. <laughs> Stunning. Uh, how could anyone say no to a face like yours? I wonder. <laughs> uh, you know what I want to talk about right now is um, it, you talked about, you know, having to make decisions uh, to mm -hmm. respect your ethnicity, to respect mm -hmm. the women that you represent and the women that you're still advocating for in the future. I know mm -hmm. that there's another thing that you're really um, taking a stand for, and that's your faith. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's and because of your faith, uh, it dictates and informs a lot of your choices and mm -hmm. and I guess how you live, how you show up in this world. Mm -hmm. How do you balance mm -hmm. um, being uh, being strong in your faith and this whole crazy world that is social media? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, me being a Christian has never been a secret for anyone who follows me. It probably pops up at least once a week. <laughs> So no one would be ever surprised by that. And once again, my journey is so rooted in Christ. So yeah. those two things cannot be separated. Um, but obviously there's certain things that I simply won't, won't do because I'm like, that's just not for me. And that's okay. And that's for someone else. And that's totally fine. And yeah, so that's just really like my aim is to show true, authentic journey as a Christian. I'm not here to perform Christianity. I'm actually a follower of Christ and just getting caught up. And I feel like, like there's a lot of people who follow me who are Christians and there are some who aren't. And the way that I live my life, obviously understand that it's also an example. Mm -hmm. And I see the disconnect between the church and um, people now, especially people my age, mm. it, there's a disconnect between those two. And how do I fit into the space being a 24-year-old who's a Christian, who's an influencer? How does that look like? And so that, so I'm even still navigating what that means and how do I continuously um, be true to myself without ever feeling the need to hide um, anything in regards to it? Because I'm proud of being a Christian. That's not something that I'm ashamed of at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you ever use your platform as an opportunity to share about uh, your faith? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I have like a whole um, email that is dedicated to people sending me prayers. Um, and especially during the pandemic, that was like one of the ways that I could possibly connect with people because I understood that we didn't 
like get the opportunity to physically meet mm-hmm. with our families, friends, our churches. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what is the way that I can possibly help in that way? Because like we're all called mm-hmm. to be the hands and feet of Christ. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the way I can do that is using my platform. Like if I can reach this many people, it's typically more than a normal church gathering. So how can I do that? Especially even asking people who aren't Christians, what can mm-hmm. I pray for? It, it was scary because mm-hmm. For some people, that's that's a trigger, but I opted to do it still, and the response from that, wow. like, was amazing, and it's still amazing. Like, I remember, like, some like I, you, you genuinely genuine tears because you see like the loneliness that people are experiencing, mm-hmm. um, especially during this time. Yeah, and it's really heartbreaking, and to know that. I, even though I'm simply a fashion influencer, I actually care for more than just that. Mm, you know, I actually care so for the soul. I actually care for who they are and their experiences. And yeah. I love that, Luange. I love that. I just want to applaud you. I want to applaud you because as a plus size model, as someone who's stepping up as a brand ambassador, as you mm-hmm. say, uh, yeah, you know, kind of five years ish in the game, two years, like really mm-hmm. focused full time, but still a, a whole world ahead of them. Mm-hmm. How you are using your platform, how you're navigating your faith is something to be commended. I love that you are offering to pray and 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 I see you sharing words of encouragement and, you know, mm-hmm. always talking about God. And and I love that you are um, always using your platform as a space of ministry where, where, wherever and mm-hmm. whenever you can. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope that more young people who are listening um, mm-hmm. would even think about how, you know, I think we need to put a little bit more thought into how we use our social media. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can be a bit careless with that sometimes. And so it's really right. cool that you're thinking that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kudos to you, girl. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you. I you're guess. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're so, you're so shy. I love it. You're like, thank you, I guess. <laughs> kudos to you. Listen, you know, um, we've talked about like all the wonderful things that um, Mm -hmm. are popping up for you in terms of your faith and, and, and sort of making this a ministry space as well. And Mm -hmm. we talked about the obstacle that is misogynoir. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's another obstacle that you're facing, which is an interesting one that you probably Mm -hmm. didn't anticipate popping up. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is, this is, I got to read this because this is what we would call fetishism. Mm-hmm. And we need to, I think we need to talk about this because it's a very real thing that you're facing, right. isn't it? Uh, I've, mm-hmm. I've witnessed you facing it and having to address mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I knew that when we had this opportunity that we mm-hmm. needed to bring this up. So over the years, as your platform has grown, uh, you've encountered something called fetish, fetishism, which we can break down, which is this uh, unhealthy, if you will, mm-hmm. attraction to mm-hmm. your body shape and size. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you've been so incredible and bold in calling it out. Could you explain why you're not moved by that type of admiration and, and, and why it's something that you are um, trying to steer away from? Mm -hmm. Um, Especially in the field of like plus size, um, the realm of it, um, it's very difficult because a lot of women who are bigger, you're told to accept any um, type of love because 
that's all you really deserve. And you see the being fetishized, especially as a plus size woman, it's someone essentially liking you or being obsessed with you solely for your body, as opposed to who you are. And it's, I find it's very dehumanizing because you're just an idea in their mind. And even the being fetishized also looks like as a black woman, as an African woman, and you have the quote unquote jungle fever where someone is trying to have a taste of the blackness and it's not actually real love. It's just genuinely someone wanting to consume who you are and what you represent. And um, for example, like I, there's a a tag called BBW, big, beautiful, big black women or something like that. And I specifically choose not to like, that is a fetishized ideology because like, it is like, for example, it's a tag in pornography and I'm not that. And often that's what people see you as. And Mm. that's why I try my best to teach people and show that that's not love. Mm. That's literally someone reducing you Mm -hmm. to a stereotype or an idea within their their Mm -hmm. minds as as a way to consume you and that's Mm -hmm. why I'm such a big advocate for it because for so long you've heard this is this is it's shown as a good thing like you're a chubby chaser and all these things are just vile and disgusting and a person is not actually a human being Mm -hmm. they're just a thing that someone is objectifying and is wanting Mm -hmm. to consume Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's so important to to enforce those standards because I love what you mm-hmm. said. And and this I think this applies to every female that's listening right now. Mm-hmm. Just just a moment, guys, just a moment for the females. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all compliments, not all flattery, not all admiration mm-hmm. is love. It's not right. all good. Sometimes it right. comes with very dark stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's so important that we not, and, and that, and doesn't that speak actually right around full circle, Luan, doesn't that speak to the self-esteem and self-worth right. we we're talking right. about? Because when you're, when you're confident in who you are and mm-hmm. you're, and you're, you're in love with who you are, then mm-hmm. you're not running and chasing after the first uh, compliments that come, right? Right, right, right. Because the, if you're being built by compliments, those come and go. So the moment right. they'll go, if your self-worth is based on other people telling you that you're beautiful, right? the moment they stop, then you're back down to zero. And that's why it has to come from beyond that. It has to come from beyond appearances. Because what if you gain weight? What if you lose weight? Right. Is, is the appeal gone now? You know, so that's where I aim to show that our value, our intrinsic value as human beings is not solely based on appearances. It's truly not based on appearances. Mm -hmm. However, we live in a world where physical appearance is what we're told is the most important thing about us. So we cultivate this, um, this environment of only taking care of our physical as opposed to our heart and our soul and our minds. Mm -hmm. And it's completely unhealthy. Yeah. So, so, so unhealthy. Such a good conversation. Goodness. I want every teenager. I want every female, literally uh, guys, if you have young girls in your world, please have them listen to this conversation, play it back for them. Listen together, have a discussion about body image, body positivity, body neutrality. I love what you Mm -hmm. brought into the, into the conversation and just loving ourselves outside of these media defined 
mm-hmm. uh, parameters. This is so, so good because the truth is, is that women, uh, especially young women, well, even adults, but particularly young women are shaping their entire lives around what others define as beauty, uh, right. as good looking, as valuable. And, uh, and, and some are really getting into some dangerous places to achieve it. Uh, mm-hmm. from from eating disorders all the way to surgeries and back right right, right. it's a it's a very scary scary time you know and that makes me think about um I guess I guess I'd call it the downside to social mm-hmm. media um I'd love right. to ask you what what do you what would you say is the downside to social media um there are plenty <laughs> just as there's good <laughs> things there's definitely bad things yeah give me all um, the, give me some I, negatives <laughs> I think my um, one of the biggest um, grievances, I'll call it with social media, is how much it's um, rooted in self, because I always say in order to do um, what I'm doing, you have to have a bit of narcissism in order to fully succeed. It doesn't matter whether you're showing your house, your puppy, your your face, all of it is self, right? You become the product. And as human beings, we're not supposed to be products. Mm-hmm. However, social media tells us we are the product. So we're selling who we so are. We're good. selling our identity mm-hmm. on these platforms. And when you do that, right, it goes back to then you have a value. Then you have a number mm-hmm. that you are rated as. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I find that a lot of like young people who are growing up and Instagram, Twitter, TikTok yeah. are the thing. Like I didn't grow up with all these things. Right. Um, and already just simply having television affected the way that I viewed myself. Mm-hmm. So now I can only imagine if every single day you're turning on your phone, you're seeing someone who um, is completely done from mm-hmm. head to toe. It's cosmetic. And oh, I don't yeah. have anything against cosmetic work, but yeah. it's not how real bodies or human beings were supposed to look like all the time pictures are not how we look like all the time Mm -hmm. so when especially younger people don't necessarily always have the understanding and the capabilities to see what is real and what is not real and that's where it becomes dangerous because the lines of reality have become completely blurred Mm -hmm. and it it's hard because I am such an advocate for mental health and you see that social media is really affecting the way that people's mental health is being because we're having an unhealthy relationship with it where we're consuming it yet now filtering what we're consuming. We're just passively consuming content rather than actively analyzing what we're watching, what we're following and what we're intaking. Wow. So, so good. This is where, this is where all your education is filtering right through. I love it. Um, my goodness. So what, what would you say, Luange, you know, I'd like, I want to hand the mic over to you. What would you say mm-hmm. to young men and women who we see are, are desperately consumed with becoming a social media mm-hmm. influencer and uh, a, a YouTube, uh, you know, c- content producer and YouTuber and all of that? Like what, what would you say to them? Um, yeah, um, I can't tell anyone not to do anything, especially because I'm doing it right now. But um, I would say that this is not something that I think 
it's long-term because yet again, it's unhealthy. Being the product is unhealthy. And any amount of criticism, it's not just criticizing like a water bottle. Someone is criticizing who you are. Mm -hmm. And that is so difficult on the mental health. Mm -hmm. And just on that, like before anyone chooses to fall, to go down this path, Mm -hmm. the very first thing I would say is like, check yourself check yourself if this is something that you can truly and honestly do. And I would say always have an escape plan, always have a way out because I don't think it's sustainable long-term for the, our self-worth really to do this yeah. for years and years and years. It's just not, it's just like I keep on saying, it's just not healthy. Mm-hmm. And on the technical side, it's not easy. Um, I was telling you earlier on, like you are your photographer, your right. videographer, your editor, your lawyer, yep. um, your accountant, your agent, you're yeah. all of those things in, at once. And it's not like a nine to five is hard, but being in the digital um, world, there's no nine to five. It's every single waking moment. Yeah, It's there. You're thinking about it. It's on your phone. Like you can't leave work at the office because work is with you Mm -hmm. so I find that like those things like you have to have healthy boundaries within yourself of what you want to do but like once again it's very difficult work it looks easy there is um it's not as difficult as being a doctor I would never say that but there's definitely some hard hard aspects of it that I think sometimes people don't take into account and also understanding that followers are not just numbers they're people and mm-hmm. I see that sometimes people don't actually understand that the people that follow them follow them are human beings they become numbers mm-hmm. and you see when people don't value them mm-hmm. and it, it sort of hurts because I'm an influencer but I'm also a follower of someone else because I'm a fan and I appreciate what they create so yeah just having these things in order before choosing to explore this field I think that'll be sort of my take on it. I, no, I love your take. And, and um, if I may, I'd love to add to your list, if that's okay. I, I'd mm-hmm. love to, I'd love to add a couple of things. I think one, the lines between reality and the digital space get very blurred and, mm-hmm. um, and you can, you can lose sense. You become, you, you start to become an autopilot in this life where you Mm -hmm. are missing out on real life, real experiences, the human Mm -hmm. connection and everything is just an opportunity to capture and to document. And so, uh, and, and so it seems like everything, um, becomes very, uh, cartoonish almost, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you eating dinner, you celebrating, uh, the birth of your child, you, Mm -hmm. you know, moving into a new home. Like there's nothing that is personal or sacred. Everything becomes very open for, as you say, consumption, love that word. Right. And you are, you are sort of put on display. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think also the other thing too is, um, I, I, I get concerned with this idea that it's easy money. Um, and I think people, you know, a lot of young people get very disappointed because there's not a lot of money in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to hit a certain level for it to really get lucrative. And so everyone right. else who's, you know, the majority of people that are in this sort of like micro influencer to kind of medium 
it's, mm-hmm. it, you, you'd have to have something else to fall back on, which is what you said. Right. 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 Um, like just mm-hmm. what you just said, I, my number one model is not every aspect of my life is up for someone to consume. Right. It simply is not. So and that's something, that's the boundary I've created with my followers. I'm like, yeah. I understand you feel interest. You're interested in this aspect of my life, but this is no. Yeah. This is some this is somewhere that we're not crossing. You're not going to see my father or my mother. They right. could choose to come in in a video. Right. However, you will not be seeing them in our household. That's just not something. And I cherish my friendships. Mm. Not you're not going to see all of my friends. Yeah. Cuz that's the thing where we start to no longer see our lives as lives but as content. Right. That's a problem. There it is right there. When we don't see our lives as lies, but as content. Oh, I'm calling you on that. Thank you so much. That's, that is, that's a soundbite right there. You know, I, I want to, I want to ask you a personal question and, and I know that you're, you're so generous with like sharing from your life. Um, 2020 and right. 2021, you know, it's so funny. Cause every conversation I have, when I say 2020, people start to cringe because they're like, Oh, 2020. <laughs> 20, 2020 was nuts, Louange. It was nuts. And there was so much going on, so many disappointments, so much tragedy, so much heartache. I'd love to know, what were the big lessons that you learned during 2020 and 21? Yeah, um, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot and about myself. And I think the biggest lesson I've learned during this whole entire like 2020, even 2021 is in regards to my like my relationships and how I navigate them and what was and was not healthy. And it feels like I've learned a lot, not only because I, I as an advocate for self-worth, I needed to apply that to the way that I had to my relationships and Drake said it best lost some friends but gained some peace and that's one of the lessons that I've learned and just seeing and once again like you're saying like the racial tension really was an eye-opener to a lot of things that I had opted to sort of ignore and decided to say hey this is definitely not okay and things that you have said in the past and now just sort of seeing it sort of break down and fall apart and finally deciding to sort of rebuild myself, especially in regards to my friendships, my work, like all of that was so, so, so important. And understanding um, who I am, what I am willing to do and not do and what I, I learned to say no I learned to say no and that it's okay. Like those are just some of the things that I've learned and also learning to value alone time. Cause I Mm -hmm. feel like we had all gone into a habit of work, 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 do, 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 do. And then 2020 came and said, none of that. And just sort of understanding where I had sort of gone so used to being busy to the detriment of myself mm. and how that I, I had completely lost track of who I am because it was just work, 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 school, 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 and that's it. And definitely, like I said, like who I was is definitely who I am now. I'm very, I'm more outspoken. Like there's just things that I can't deal with and that's okay. There's, that's fine. And whoever is not fine with that. (laughs) It's a a new Luan they're facing. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. So, yeah. so it's, it's, it's clear to say, it's easy to say, uh, and clear to see that 2020 has changed you. You oh, are not the sure. same. Yeah. No, yeah. no. I feel like I have grown so much and I 20, I came into 2020, I was 23 and I'm turning 25 now. So that's two years essentially of my life. And, and I'm seeing how much I am growing more and more into like this woman who is so confident of who I am, of my mind and sure of the way that I think and sure of my opinions and my decision. So sure of um, what God is saying to me as opposed to requiring other people's approval of God's path for me. You just made me do the head tilt there. Don't you better not make me. (laughs) Don't make me do a Pentecostal lap in this place. (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) I will do it. Um, Listen, um, I have a saying that I I share in every show. um, And Mm -hmm. I always try to get get my guests take on on this particular thought. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that our rock bottom moments are the moments that shape us. It's 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 right. when we when our backs against the wall, rubber hits the road. That's the stuff that teaches uh-huh. us the most, shapes us, tells us who we are. As you said so perfectly, what have the rock bottom moments in your life taught you about Louange? Uh-huh. Uh, taught you about others? Taught you about God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my one of my spiritual gifts is faith. And um, I, I have definitely seen how that is very helpful <laughs> in um, the bottoms. Um, I remember one of my favorite sermons I've ever heard is called Peaks and Valleys. And it's so easy to, to be happy when you're in the, in the peaks, to trust God when you're in the peaks. And that's great. But when the valleys come, sometimes we then forget the promises and we sort of lose track of who God is. And then we start to question everything. Right. And my rock bottoms, I think that's where I have literally experienced being pruned. That's where I have grown the most. And those moments have completely changed who I am. Mm -hmm. And I find that like, once again, my faith having like, is what, even when I'm like, this rock bottom is worse than the last rock bottom, God, (laughs) can I truly do this? Right. And I try to remind myself that he did it then. Mm. So he will definitely do this one again. Mm. There is nothing because I, there is absolutely nothing that is impossible. Yeah. for God, nothing, absolutely nothing. And trusting, trusting him, even when it's the most hopeless situations, Mm -hmm. that's something that I aim to have. And I do, and I understand that that's not easy for everyone. Mm -hmm. I totally understand that. But even in the people who are around me, I try to always tell them, like, remember what God has done in the past. Remember his promises to you. Mm -hmm. So in those rock bottom moments, which I have like quite a lot, like I always talk about the fact that mental health is such a big thing for me, having anxiety and all that. Like, so I experience so many rock bottoms and yet the thing that gets me out of that is Christ. That's, that is what gets me away from just sort of staying in those places for longer than I need to stay in, in them. Right. Love to know what, uh, what's next for you, Luange? What's coming up for you? 
that you're excited about? I'm a student of life and I'm super excited to just continue to learn and grow both as an influencer, just as a human being and just continue to develop into who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I love it. And get those fat contracts. Hello, somebody. (laughs) We need those bills paid. (laughs) I want to say, I remember when, and I'm going to be like, no, she knows me. No. (laughs) Tell her it's Cheryl at the door. She knows me. Oh, I, and you know, I can't wait because I, I actually see you walking the runway at some point. Cause I know we're offline with all of that, but mm-hmm. I, would that be in your future as well? I mean, sure. If I can, you know, I'm open to all those things. My dream, my true dream is to be like, is to do a play on Broadway. Like I want to do the extra stuff, you know, I love I, that. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I love it. One day, one day. I love it. Well, listen, I am so thankful that you took the time. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, It's been, I I love this conversation. And I feel like before I ask you my surprise question, which I'm going to throw throw you for a loop in a minute, um, any last words for that young girl that is looking up to you, that is, uh, you know, that is mesmerized by social media, anything you want to say to her before, before we move on? Yeah, um, I would say we exist, we exist outside of social media. You can turn off, you can shut down all your accounts and you would still exist. So therefore, we need to continue, continue and always continue to put the work in who we truly are as human beings, more so than the thing that you can turn off and delete. And that's the thing where I feel like it's most important is understanding that my existence is not bound to an app. It's not bound to other people's perceptions of me, but understanding that our existence is far beyond that. And I'm not trying to preach, but God brought all of us here with a purpose and understanding what that purpose is for the kingdom is so important. And it's beyond just simply doing things and enjoying this life here because this here is not the end goal. Yeah. Right. Seeing, meeting the father and seeing the father, that's the end goal. So as long as we're every step that we take is leading us to that, then that's great. So good. So good. Well, we've reached the moment of this surprise question. I can't wait to ask you this. Uh, This is a finish. I'm nervous. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to say? Um, I'd love for you to finish this sentence for me, Louange. I ask every one of my guests. I'm so excited to ask you this question. Uh, Mm -hmm. In light of our conversation, all the beautiful topics we talked about, uh, finish the sentence. It's time for what? It's time for what? Just you'll start with saying that and then fill in the blank. It's time for, I keep on, I hear celebration, but I don't know if that works in the sentence. Celebration, it's time for celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, I want to celebrate that like we've lost so much. We've lost so much in the last like year and a half and I want to continue to sort of encourage people to celebrate the little things that we even have right now that's so So, yeah yeah Yeah. and 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 I'd even say a a way that we celebrate the small things is by being grateful having gratitude right right? being thankful right 
all things too. That's beautiful. Right. Okay. I'm going to flip yeah. it. I'm flipping it. Um, what is it not time for? What's it not time for? It's not time for unkindness. Oh, you got me with that. <laughs> Unpack that a little bit. It's not, it's not time for unkindness. Why? Right. Um, I think I'm seeing a lot of unkindness, a lot, lack of empathy and just caring for others. And I feel like for all that we've gone through together, because we're all going through together, someone in Australia, we're all going through the same thing. doesn't matter where you are in the world. And I feel like this is not the time I'm like for any unkindness towards any other human being. And it's so important right now, I feel like, to show empathy, to show love, to really reflect who Christ called us to be, which is the neighbor, right? So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I mean, yeah. Oh, I love that. It's not time for unkindness. Oh, that's the best note to end on. Mm -hmm. uh, and I and I hope that those that are listening uh, encourage each other to be a bit more compassionate, a bit more neighborly. Mm -hmm. Everybody is hurting and there's something right. we can do to make a difference in someone's life in a small way. Mm -hmm. way. Uh, and we need to start doing that. Yeah. Because it's yeah. it, if we keep thinking of the world as just me, myself, and right. I, uh, it, mm -hmm. it's so unhealthy. We need to be other centered, and uh, right. I love that you're you're bringing that up, Luange. Thank you so much for being on the path. I I mean, this day has been behind the scenes. They don't even know this day has been. <laughs> <laughs> say the least, but we are so thankful. Uh, we push past the technical difficulties and this right. conversation needed to happen. And I'm so glad that we did it. Yes. I'm so, so glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me into your community Absolutely. and for trusting me in this way. Like I don't take it lightly. Like it's so don't think I don't see the importance of this. So thank you. Absolutely. And Luange, how can we stalk you? We want to stalk you now. How can we stalk you? <laughs> well, you can follow me on Instagram at Luange, L-O-U-A-N-G-E dot M. And on YouTube, I am Luange Majuma, L-O-U-A-N-G-E-M-W-A-J-U-M-A. Beautiful. Guys, you heard it here. Please follow her. Check her out on Instagram and on YouTube. Like, subscribe, yes. follow. And thank you so much for being on the path. You are such a blessing. And now you know why I call her my friend and family, because she's just she's just as sweet as they come. Thank you so much, Lange. Thank you. Wow, what a great conversation. Listen, I had so much fun with Luan. She is such a blast to talk to. And I love how humble she is as her brand continues to grow and expand. And I'm learning a lot about this thing called being an influencer and what it truly means to carry that weight, to have 100,000 followers combined in your platforms and how to navigate that wisely and safely. And I love that Luange takes it very seriously and she understands the weight of her words and that her actions do uh, carry and do influence. I wish more social media influencers and those that are exploring this type of work would uh, consider that and hold that dear to their hearts. You know, our words matter, guys. What we say and do uh, affects generations after us. There are young people 
watching everything we do. We need to send the right messaging. We need to not only tell them that this is this is not their whole life, this is not their whole existence. There is so much more to this life than what they put out. I love what LaWange said. When your life becomes content, we have a problem. And so I encourage those that are in the industry to find balance. And I encourage us who uh, are just trying to understand what social media uh, influencing is and those that are involved in uh, YouTubers and so on, that we could support them, that we can find a way to support what they do and uh, and to encourage them as they as their platforms expand and as they literally shape the next generation. Uh, I think so many times we wave our fingers in judgment, but what they need from us is support and encouragement and wisdom and mentorship. So let's be that. Let's do that. And I hope that you learned something today. Please, please think about sharing this conversation with people who would benefit, uh, young people especially, who are looking to these platforms for not only their uh, value in existence, but really to pay all their bills. Uh, this has become the new job, the new uh, way of, of drawing income. And so uh, it's something that we need to learn and understand well so that we can coach and that we can help uh, navigate as they go. Guys, until then, keep living, keep learning, keep loving, and keep supporting your young people. They're doing incredible things. I will see you on the path. Thanks for listening. Please like, download, and subscribe. This has been an Exusia Media production.